and welcome aboard Philip Ward Show. Wow, we have a lot of news that we have to get into. Liz Cheney has penned an op-ed in the Washington Compost uh, tonight. You know, I looked for it, right, and I found it's the first thing that comes up, but if you just Google search Liz Cheney Washington Post, I, my goodness gracious, the Washington Compost is literally obsessed with Liz Cheney. I, how GOP rage at Liz Cheney makes a future stolen election more likely. You got from Paul Ryan acolyte to Trump discipline, Elise Stefanik sets out to replace Liz Cheney. You got Liz Cheney told the truth. Republicans must decide whether they value Trump over. I mean, these are all the headlines about Liz Cheney. When will Liz Cheney and the GOP break up from no one else but from the Washington Post? I mean, they are literally obsessed with her. And there's supposed to be a vote next Wednesday on Liz Cheney, whether she remains you know, GOP conference chair. I don't think she will. And I think that Liz Cheney is like a, a perfect CNN pundit. Like, I already think they're making a space for her at CNN. I can 188% see Liz Cheney becoming a CNN contributor. I, I truthfully can because she is like a poster child for CNN. Uh, Molly Hemingway actually um, tweets about her. I was just watching her a little earlier on uh, Brett uh, Bayer's show, Special Report. I think her tweet is literally spot on. She writes that anyone is talking about Cheney is proof of her failure. Her job is to raise money. She doesn't stay on message, ha, and not undermine the caucus. It's literally all she does. If you're pretending this is only about joining with media and Pelosi for impeachment, you're not serious. Yes, we know she seethes with hatred for Trump as much as she loves decades-long interventionist wars without exit strategies or metrics for success. Good for her. But that's not her job. That's not what her job is. And in fact, her twin obsessions have repeatedly led her down the wrong path. She says not only was she not a needed truth teller in pushing back against the media and the Democrats' false and dangerous 2016 election conspiracy theory about Russia and its many attendant problems, she was also the prime pusher of the discredited, anonymously sourced Russian bounty story. I think she's spot on in saying that. Liz Cheney, right now, with what the Democrats are doing, they're all out war against America, and they're all out war against the American worker and the American taxpayer. There is no time for Liz Cheney's in this current Republican Party. This Republican Party has to stand up now because it's the only thing standing in the way of the Democrats and achieving socialism. Now, I warned in the buildup to the election that if Joe Biden becomes president of the United States, we as the United States will have opened the door to socialism. This administration is running right through that door. Former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, this is a sprint to radicalism. That's exactly what we're seeing. At this point, you're either with us, as far as the United States goes, or you're against us. 
which is what the Democrats are, which is what Liz Cheney is doing. Liz Cheney, she fits in this 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 Washington D.C. bubble that includes people like her, people like Mitt Romney, Pierre Delecto, people like Ben Sass and Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins, and in the House, people like Adam Kinzinger. You know, at, at this point in time, it, it we're on defense. You know, we're trying to defend the country. Liz Cheney, I what what is her goal here? I mean, what is she trying to do? She's undermining the Republican Party. She's undermining Donald Trump. Whether she likes it or not, Donald Trump just received 75 million legal American votes. The most ever for a Republican candidate for president. Why would, now when Liz Cheney does what she does every day and says how much she hates Donald Trump and how the Republican Party, now we're at a crucial point in history and she does things like this to undermine the party, she's not helping. She's not helping. Uh, hopefully, next year, a victory in the House, a victory in the Senate. I mean, is Liz Cheney pushing any message as to how Republicans are a better option than this current administration? No. I mean, she ran across the aisle to give old Joe Unity a good solid fist. Oh, I love what you're doing with the country, Mr. President. Liz Cheney's a joke. This error of never Trump Republicans, and remember the Trump message is a conservative message. One of lower taxes and limited federal government and individuals having freedom and liberty and responsibilities for themselves. Americans having the opportunity to achieve the American dream. Democrats stand in the way of that. And right now, Liz Cheney, I, if, if you didn't know any better, you'd probably think she herself is a Democrat. We don't have any time as a party for Liz Cheney right now. But anyway, I'll, I'll get into more Liz Cheney as we go through the program. We have to start with the most unsurprising news that we're going to get all week. The so-called Facebook Oversight Board. Here's your headline. Facebook Oversight Board upholds Trump ban but calls indefinite suspension not appropriate. So Facebook's Oversight Board, we'll get into the members in a second here. You can imagine they're all lefties. Facebook's Oversight Board on Wednesday upheld former President Donald Trump's ban from Facebook and the Instagram, but said it was, quote, not appropriate for Facebook to impose the indeterminate and standardless penalty of indefinite suspension. Now, and, and, and this is what you get. So the decision comes out from the Facebook Oversight Board. And then you get the Democrat Party here, who can easily be mistaken for the Chinese Communist Party. Literally tweeting on the Twitter box, Facebook should permanently ban Donald Trump. I What are they so afraid of? Oh, what is their argument? Well, he incited a riot, an insurrection at the Capitol. No, he didn't. We went through the entire transcript of what he said on this very program. Nothing that he said in that speech rises to the level of incitement. None at all. That's why he was acquitted for the second time being the President of the United States, going through two garbage, ridiculous, trash impeachment trials 
because of the Democrat Party. It was literally because of hatred that they impeached him twice. Now you have him saying they should permanently ban him. You know, what is it? What is it about Donald Trump? Is it because Donald Trump stands up for what the American people want? Is it because the Democrat Party wants more federal government involvement in your life? Joe Biden's speech, his address to Congress a week ago today, that should scare the living daylights out of every American. If what he wants to get passed passes, it's the biggest expansion of the federal government that this country has ever seen. I, Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, they want you to not work. They want you to not achieve the American dream. They want you to be utterly dependent on government. How sad is that to say? Now, the Facebook Oversight Board consists of Emmy, Emmy Palmer, I guess her name is. You'll see a pattern throughout, by the way. Uh, advocate and lecturer, okay, teacher, Israel. Mena Kaye, Director of Human Rights Watch Global Alliances and Partnerships from Kenya. Michael McConnell, Professor and Director, again, Professor, you'll see the theme throughout it all. Uh, Alan Rusbridger, Principal, Lady Margaret Hall, Oxford. Uh, Julie Owono, Executive Director, uh, Internet Sun Frontiers. Uh, Andy Bayani, some of the names, I mean, get me real good. Senior editor, board member of the Jakarta Post, uh, Nicholas Souza, here we go again, another professor uh, in Australia. Andreas Sayo, uh, another university professor. Sudhir Krishnaswamy, vice chancellor, professor of law, go figure. Ronaldo Lomos, Professor Rio de Janeiro, uh, Susan Nossel, Chief Executive Officer, Penn America, uh, Vice President of the Cato Institute, John Samples, Cato Institute is, is more conservative leaning, uh, Hel Heli Thornen Schmidt, former Prime Minister of Denmark, Catherine Chen, another professor in Taiwan, Nobel Peace Prize laureate, uh, Tawa Call Carmen, Evelyn Aswad, professor and chair. Uh, you see what I mean? All the professors. Nikhat Dad, uh, Digital Rights Foundation of for Pakistan. Jamal Green, another professor. Program manager, Afia Asawante Aser Kai. Uh, Catalina Boteri Marino, uh, chairholder for uh, UNESCO Chair on Freedom and of Expression. It's funny, freedom of expression. And here she is wanting to uh, uphold a ban on freedom of expression. So anyway, I, it, it shouldn't surprise anyone. I mean, it's the low, most least surprising news of the day. Donald Trump released a statement um, about it, which ties into uh, Liz Cheney and Elise Stefanik as well. So we'll get to that statement uh, as we go through. But anyway, let me get back into uh, Liz Cheney here. So here's her op-ed in the Washington Post, just published it a few hours ago. She writes an opinion. Uh, uh, Liz Cheney, the GOP is at a turning point. She writes, history is watching us. This is what she writes. The Republican Party is at a turning point and Republicans must decide whether we are going to choose truth and fidelity to the Constitution. And I say to that, first of all, I you're the one who pushed a fake, anonymously sourced 
Russian bounty witch hunt hoax onto the American people. You never pushed back when the Democrats and the media were perpetuating a, a totally false Russian collusion narrative onto the American people. Why? Because she doesn't like Donald Trump. Donald, this is this is what I've always thought is Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and Adam Kinzinger, those people of the world, what their biggest problem is with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a winner. He's not going to sit around and lose. It, it, it's not his game. Liz Cheney loves to lose. She loves to sit in Congress, do nothing at all, vote with the Republican Party, then trash the Republican Party and be a media darling. That's what she likes to do. Does she choose truth and fidelity to the Constitution? I don't think so. Then she calls herself a conservative Republican, says the most conservative of conservative values is reverence for the rule of law. I'm like, Liz, you're anything but a conservative at this point in time. You're a Democrat, that's all. She says the question before us now is whether we will join Trump's crusade to delegitimize and undo the legal outcome of the 2020 election with all the consequences that might have while embracing or ignoring Trump's statements might seem attractive to some for fundraising and political purposes, that approach will do profound long-term damage to our party and our country. Now, I think the longer that Liz Cheney has leadership roles in the Republican Party, that's what's going to do damage to our country because if the Republican Party loses in next year's midterms, the country completely loses. Uh, she writes, Trump has never expressed remorse or regret for the attack of January 6th. Again, doesn't she sound like a Democrat? That's a, they are obsessed with January 6th, obsessed with it. She, it it's all she talks about. She says, uh, and now suggests that, our, that suggests that our elections and our legal and constitutional system cannot be trusted to do the will of the people. History is watching. Our children are watching. We must be brave enough to defend the basic principles that underpin and protect our freedom and our democratic process. I, I, I can't even read it anymore. I'm so done with Liz Cheney and everything that she talks about. You're right, you know, history is watching. Our children are watching. There's a party here that wants to turn our children that are boys into girls. That talks about how brave and young transgenders are. That's the, that, that party is definitely being watched by our children. Is that party better than this party, Liz? I mean, those are questions she has to ask. Now, on top of that, late last night, well, around 6.44, the article was published by the Wall Street Journal uh, editorial board. This is them running cover for the swamp. Make, make no mistake about it, Liz Cheney's a swamp creature, and the Wall Street Journal, especially their editorial board, is exactly the same way. They write, purging Liz Cheney. GOP leaders shouldn't have to lie about 2020 to keep their job. Again, that's not what this is all about. This is what this has become now in the Republican Party is a distraction. Liz Cheney presents a distraction from keeping our eyes on the prize, regaining the House in 2022. It's now become Trump versus Cheney in the Republican Party. Do we want old Republicans who are weak and who are cowards and don't want to stand up and fight for our country? Or do we want a literal fighter? Someone who has always fought for this country. He got called racist 
for how much he fought for Americans and American workers and American taxpayers. Now, the Wall Street Journal writes, this should be a hopeful moment for House Republicans. While they're playing defense in the minority for now, their prospects for picking up the five net seats they need to regain the majority in 2022 are excellent. That is, unless they devolve into internal brawling over the 2020 election. Now, Liz Cheney, you are a representative in Congress. You are in the House. Why are you so concerned and focused on Donald Trump? Donald Trump is trying to help House Republicans. Why is she picking a fight with him? Pick a fight with the Democrat Party. Pick a fight with Joe Unity Biden, who, again, cannot even speak. We'll get into that. Uh, a little later on. Anyway, the Wall Street Journal writes, yet that's precisely what they seem to be doing as some members try to oust Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney from the GOP House leadership. Cheney easily survived an earlier effort to dump her 145 to 61 after she was one of the 10 House Republicans to vote to impeach Donald Trump. Uh, they write, she continues to rankle some in the GOP House conference by refusing to go along with Mr. Trump's demand that Republicans agree that the 2020 election was stolen. On Monday, Trump issued a statement that the fraudulent presidential election of 2020 will be from this state forth known as the big lie. I mean, we're hearing about the big lie all throughout the media. Anyway, CNN talk every single day, the big lie, the big lie, MSDNC, NBC, ABC, CBS, I've had enough of hearing about it. Uh... Liz Cheney responded as the on uh, Twitter, the 2020 presidential election was not stolen. Anyone who claims it was is spreading the big lie, turning their back on the rule of law and poisoning our democratic system. Now, you can argue about the 2020 election all you want, but at this point in time, there's no undoing the results. I mean, the Democrats stole and cheated an election, and that's all there is to it. Liz Cheney doesn't want to acknowledge that because, again, She's a swamp creature that wanted swamp creature Joe Unity Biden in office. She doesn't like winning. Now, the Wall Street Journal finishes up and says, Republicans should find a way to speak this truth to voters in 2022, uh, uh, um, talking about how bad the Democrats have been, which I totally agree with them on. They say that Republicans should find a way to speak on it. Well, Republicans are, though. The only person that isn't is Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney and people like Adam Kinzinger and Mitt Romney, the rhinos in our party. We want them out so we can have actual conservative Republicans governing next year. Uh, they write they need to quickly turn to running on an agenda for the future that will check Biden and his cradle to grave entitlement state. Purging Liz Cheney for honesty would diminish the party. I have to disagree. No, it wouldn't. You're either with us or against us. It's as simple as that. Politics, I just watched um, Caitlyn Jenner uh, in California do an interview Fox News with Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity repeatedly says, politics is a blood sport. Yes, it is. Liz Cheney is not up to this fight. Liz Cheney has got to go. It's as simple as that. Donald Trump released this statement today and says, Liz Cheney is a warmongering fool who has no business in Republican Party leadership. We want leaders who believe in the Make America Great Again movement and prioritize the values of America first. Elise Stefanik is a far superior choice, and she has my complete and total endorsement for GOP conference chair. 
Elise is a tough and smart communicator. He also uh, left a statement out today and writes, What Facebook, Twitter, and Google have done is a total disgrace and embarrassment to our country. Free speech has been taken away from the President of the United States because the radical left lunatics are afraid of the truth. Absolutely, 100% they are. I mean, liberalism is a disease. Liberalism is a, is a cancer that is plaguing the country. But the truth will come out anyway, bigger and stronger than ever before. The people of our country will not stand for it. These corrupt social media companies must pay a political price and must never again be allowed to destroy and decimate our electoral process. Former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich writes, Who is Facebook loyal to? President Trump and 75 million American votes gets banned. Four Chinese communist dictatorship sites have three, uh, 342.3 million viewers. Communism good, Trump bad. Ask yourself where Facebook's loyalty lies, to a free society or a totalitarian dictatorship? I think we know the answer on that. Now, uh, Newt Gingrich also argues and says that Trump is uh, a big winner from Facebook's insane decision to ban an American who received 75 million votes. He will be a martyr attacked by social media oligarchs. 75% want these companies regulated. 68% want free speech guaranteed. Pro-Chinese, anti-American companies will get clobbered. Uh, now, as it uh, relates to Liz Cheney, uh, there was, oh my, you know, I can't, I forgot about this today. Joe Biden comes out of what I'm guessing is a Mexican uh, restaurant because he has tacos and enchiladas or whatever. And then they ask, what did you get? What did you get, Mr. President? I mean, it's, it's like the whole, what, what flavor of ice cream are you eating, Mr. Biden? What enchants you about the Oval Office, Mr. Barack Hussein Obama? Then the uh, reporter yells out, do you have any comments on the efforts to oust Liz Cheney from the House Republican leadership post? Biden says, I don't understand the Republicans. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you don't understand the American people, Joe. Kevin McCarthy tweeting earlier, Facebook is more interested in acting like a Democrat super PAC than a platform for free speech and open debate. If they can ban President Trump, all conservative voices could be next. A House Republican majority will reign in big tech power over our speech. Another see. Kevin McCarthy, again, I, I will be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I think he'll make a far better speaker than Nancy Pelosi. You know, he's focused on taking back the House in 2022. Why isn't Liz Cheney? That's what I want to know. All right, Joe Biden today uh, had some trouble. Oh, actually, before we leave the House debate here, I want to just make a point. I was watching uh, Tucker Carlson, and he had Marjorie Ta Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene on, one one comment, yeah, I guess he's doing this uh, long sort of uh, interview piece now. Uh, and as she's speaking, one thing she said really resonated, stuck with me. She says, these. Uh, she's talking about her fellow uh, congressional members. She says, these people, these career-long politicians, these people have never succeeded in the real world. They can't relate to everyday Americans. And I, I, right on. Right on, sister. You got it. These people, Charles E. Schumer, he's never succeeded in the real world. Nancy Pelosi, no. I mean, name any Democrat you want. Sheldon White, White House, 
uh, 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 go for it, Patrick Lay. Uh, it doesn't matter, Maxine Waters. These are career politicians who have no idea what it's like to make it in the real world. They have none whatsoever. In fact, they take money from people in the real world just trying to achieve the American dream. And that's what the Democrat Party's number one goal is, to completely destroy the American dream. Joe Biden today says more than 2,300 or, uh, excuse me, 2 million, uh, 2.3 million restaurants and jobs. Yeah. That, 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 not even kidding. That's, go look at it. That's what Joe, that's how he talks. That's how Joe Unity talks. By the way, our countdown, we are, we are cruising on here. 1,355 days left to go in the Biden administration. Now, Breitbart News points out today that even that 2.3 trillion number that Biden's talking about, Joe Biden falsely claims 2.3 trillion billion, uh, excuse me, 2.3 trillion dollar bill will create 16 million jobs. Wait a minute here. No, Joe, that's a lie. Now, by the way, this has nothing to do with the 2.3 million restaurants and jobs, whatever he was trying to talk about. This has to do with his so-called infrastructure bill, which, according to the Democrat Party, everything is infrastructure because they don't know how to read and they don't know definitions. Now, here's the claim. Biden cited a Moody's study claiming his $2.3 trillion infrastructure bill would create 16 million jobs. He said, you have Moody's talking about increasing, I don't know, the recent new one, 16 million new jobs. He talks like this, 16 million new jobs. Come on, man. What are you, a junkie? Now, Moody's said nothing even close to back Biden's claim, as numerous fact checkers have already pointed out. Moody's calculated that nearly 16 million jobs would be created in the U.S. by 2030 without Joe Unity's plan. Moody's actual estimate was that his plan would create roughly 2.6 million additional jobs over 10 years for a total of 19 million jobs. That's why Biden officials typically cite the Moody's study and argue the bill would help create 19 million jobs. But during his event at the White House today, Biden shortchanged the argument, believing his plan, his plan alone would create far beyond what Moody's estimated. Uh, estimated. Now, on top of that, he also, uh, there was a very weird sort of 10, 15 seconds where he just goes, um, again, um, uh, look, um, uh, I mean, it, it's literally so weird, cringeworthy odd strange throw any adjective you want in there at all when joe unity is talking and imagine being a democrat right now because you have to defend joe biden and say no 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 he is 100 there cognitively he's fine mentally his brain's still there he still understands he's still the same joe biden that we saw in the senate that kept saying fdr's idea to pack the court was a bonehead idea or how about the same Senator Joe Biden that said, and Madam President, talking about blacks, we have predators in our streets. Predators on our streets. That Joe Biden is long gone. This Joe Biden is like the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Oddly enough, name because you can see Bernie Sanders sort of holding Joe Biden up. Uh, Joe Biden is a puppet. Joe Biden is completely controlled by the radical left. 
That's why what we're seeing is, as Newt Gingrich calls it accurately, a sprint to radicalism, the destruction of the American dream. Now, Biden was talking about his infrastructure plan. Uh, he says the infrastructure portion of his plan to bankrupt America is about rebuilding bridges, highways, airports, and ports. Nope. Only 7% of his proposal is for roads, highways, bridges, waterways, airports, and ports, otherwise known as infrastructure. Uh, Kamala Harris, the vice president, now she uh, today said she's uh, she insists she's not dealing with the crisis on the border. She even confused uh, Alejandro Mayorkas' first name, the uh, Homeland uh secretary uh security she she didn't even know i mean she's sort of i guess joe unity's rubbing off on her uh now remember when biden said this by the way joe biden said we've now gotten control of the border crisis wait a minute joe no you don't the southern border is a joke people are flooding into our country illegals are flooding into our country gop Writing yesterday, uh, Tommy Piggott, Biden leaves the floodgates open. Biden's border crisis is threatening American communities. According to projections from border officials, there are currently 1,500 illegal immigrants escaping into the U.S. every day. That's a 50% increase from the estimated 1,000 per day last month. The result? Crime and dangerous high-speed pursuits as smuggling operations leave Americans living in border communities terrified and frustrated. The border crisis is not under control. Even Democrat representatives are rebuking Biden's gaslighting to say so. Even the Washington Post today is out with a story. ICE deportations fell in April to lowest monthly level on record enforcement data shows. According to the Washington Post, ICE deported 2,962 people in April, which is the lowest monthly total on record for the agency. The low April deportations represent a 20% decline from the previous month, where 3,716 people were, were deported by ICE. If ICE deportation numbers continue on this pace in 2021, the agency is on track to deport fewer than 100,000 people for the first time since its 2003 founding. How do you like that, Joe Unity? You know, he's saying, no, I'm saying the border's not open. Don't come here. We got it under control. What Joe Biden is actually saying is come here and we're not going to deport you. Uh... I have to give credit to, by the way, this is, is sort of just breaking now on the Washington Times. Former uh, Vice President Mike Pence uh, actually writes an op-ed and says, ending the ty uh, tyranny of cancel culture and building an agenda that will win back America. I read it. I figured I'd share it. It's a pretty good article. I'll just do some poll quotes from it. It says, it's only been 100 days, but after 100 days of open borders, runaway spending, Plans for higher taxes, a bigger welfare state, more government, defunding the police, abandoning the right to life, canceling our most cherished, cherished liberties. He writes, I've had enough. The time has come for Americans devoted to faith, family and freedom and limited government 
to stand up and unite behind a positive agenda and win back America. He writes, you know, I don't think I can say it better than Senator Tim Scott when he said, brave police officers in black neighborhoods are not adversaries. We are family. He says, let me join Tim Scott in saying from my heart, traveling this nation coast to coast as your vice president, America is not a racist country. Now, Liz Cheney can learn from what Mike Pence writes. He writes, it's time to unite behind a positive agenda built on our highest ideals and win back America. And we have the winning agenda. I have no doubt about it. The First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. The Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. The Tenth Amendment, limited government and letting states lead on the issues most important to our families. And it's been our movement in the spirit of the Tenth Amendment that has led the fight to give parents the right to choose where their children go to school, public, private, or homeschool. He writes, and it's our movement that recognizes that election integrity is a national imperative and election integrity and reform belongs at the state level. Elections are a state responsibility. Founders of our constitution crafted it that way. We need to reject any democratic attempts to nationalize our elections, such as HR1, SR1. As you heard President Biden speak about last night, we need to defend state-based reforms, support voter ID, and work every day to restore the confidence of every American in every vote. With our agenda and our movement, we will always stand by the men and women who serve on the thin blue line of law enforcement. We'll give them resources for training and we'll get also always defend the right of Americans to keep and bear arms under the Second Amendment. We'll defend relig religious liberty and the sanctity of life. He says we'll reject critical race theory in our schools and our public universities and we will cancel cancel culture wherever it arises. Liz Cheney, are you listening? This is a great pitch for next year from the former vice president. That's an agenda that'll win. That's an agenda that'll win back America. And it's a positive agenda in these divided times that each and every one of us needs to take to our neighbors and friends. Now, uh, tremendous, love it. That's that's what Republicans should run on. Exactly that. Uh, just uh, some more news we have of the day. Uh, Kamala Harris and her husband, the first, the second guy, I guess, first, what, second man? I don't know what he's called anymore. Se uh, second gentleman, I think. They kissed today, both wearing masks. I mean, you can't really blame him with Kamala Harris's lips running around. Uh, Mike Pence just speaking about the uh, 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 supporting our, our men and women uh, uh, in law enforcement. Governor Ron DeSantis, every single day, he proves why he is the best governor in the country. I really believe that, and Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is not far behind at all. Today, he announced $1,000 bonuses to law enforcement officers. He says, quote, some want to defund the police, we're funding the police, and then some. Contra contrast that to what happened yesterday in New Jersey. Here's the headline in the New York Post. New Jersey cop fired 
for posting berating black live for post berating black lives matter protesters as terrorists that's exactly what they are though they are terrorists they cause destruction they cause chaos they cause anarchy on our streets all last summer these people are un-american these people don't want americans to live in harmony and peace they don't want people to not look at race black lives matter is a marxist organization just as patrice colors herself new jersey police officer who wrote on facebook that black lives matter protesters are terrorists who couldn't care less if she dies has been fired a move ripped by her attorney as pandering to the far left this was hopewell township police officer sarah irwin she was terminated friday via anonymous or excuse me unanimous vote of the town committee a second officer sergeant mandy gray was demoted and suspended for six months for replying to a comment on irwin's june 2020 post their attorney frank cervelli says the fact that she supported her position as a fellow officer that was the reason that they actually suspended her while writing under the username sarah elizabeth on facebook Irwin said that now listen to this by the way because all cops are racist right lebron james how about this woman and her family she puts her life on the line every single day to protect and serve our communities and these police officers in our country get called racist i mean really from lebron china james Irwin said her children her children were crying for her to not go to work on june 8th two weeks after george floyd's police custody you know about george floyd her post read i don't think i've ever felt the way i did last night and then i watched people i know and others i care about going into harm's way i love police family like my own Irwin was hired by the way in 2001 gray had been employed since 1999 both had absolutely spotless records with no these weren't derek chauvin's with no internal affairs complaints prior to the facebook post cervelli says now though because they spoke the truth and they called black lives matter and the organization exactly what it is terrorists they get fired well Irwin gets fired and gray gets put on uh what is it a, a six month leave suspended for six months i mean what a total and complete joke and i'm glad that they're suing and i hope to god that they win their lawsuit and that uh Irwin is reinstated and that uh gray gets paid for the so-called six months that he wanted the way that they want her to be suspended for I mean that is downright disgusting that is unacceptable and the way that the democrat party treats our police in this country completely unacceptable completely un-american and all the rashida talib take rashida talib for example who says there's no fixing police abolish the police completely abolish the police don't put any police officers in her congressional district then those people voted for her they want her representing them fine you don't get any police it's as simple as that islam omar in minnesota she says the same exact thing police are racist abolish the abolish the police 
defund the police fine you you keep that you hold on to that for a long time and all the police officers in your district to just leave they shouldn't even show up to work they don't have the the backing of their congressional representative what is islam omar done that is so brave and so courageous that rivals what police officers do every single day how about rashida talib how about aoc will these will those congresswomen will they go out and fight for american lives every day protect communities make sure that children are safe make sure that adults are safe and it, it make uh, protect and serve communities absolutely not all they want to do is run around on the twitter box and start firing off tweets and say we need to abolish the police completely it's disgusting those people are some of the most un-american congresswomen that this country has ever seen in the most un-american party this country has ever seen the democrat party's goal is to destroy completely completely destroy the american dream and by the way liz cheney adam kinzinger anyone else mitt romney you don't want to get on board the republican party's agenda and make sure that we don't lose this country then see you later see yourself to the door go join that anti-american democratic party oh i just want to end by the way on a incredibly funny note this is the anniversary five years ago to the day the tweet came out from then presidential candidate donald trump happy cinco de mayo the best taco bowls are made in trump tower grill i love hispanics and for that the left lost their mind i would say you look at the policies that they want to implement they 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 still have yet to get their minds back un-american they hate this country they hate the american worker they hate the american taxpayer i think everyone should remember that when we go to the polls next year it's it, that is a pivotal election and do we still want the american dream or do we want to be destroyed by this anti-american democrat party